Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's Amanda Vance, and you are listening to Missing Curfew. Welcome back to a fresh new episode of Missing Curfew. I'm Shane O'Brien. And I'm the guy across from you here at <laughs> Hall Pass Studio. I'm Scotty Upshaw. What's up? You know what, Ups? You're looking pretty fresh considering, uh, let me be the first, or maybe not the first, but congratulations. <clears throat> congratulations. Thank you. Beckham, Scott, Updog, Upshaw. That's my little <laughs> man right there. Yeah, so. Sounds um, good. It's got a good little ring to it. I-, I like the name. I like the name. I like how you took your time too, right? He was born on Thursday morning, correct? Uh, he's born in early Thursday, yeah. September 8th. 2.20 Two, uh, in the morning, I think you told me. 2.22 a.m. Good looking lad. He's got a nice wrench on him. Yeah, how's his horn? It's good horn. <laughs> Solid horn. First thing I checked out. Uh, like, he he came out, man. My, you know, Christina, God love you. Love you so much. She, uh, she's a champ. Another long day at the hospital, but uh, I had on uh, the semis. I watched that Sinner and Alcaraz match, which we'll get to. But the tennis was awesome, so I, I got to kill some time during this, you know, this long, long labor. Uh, watch some that good match sports. was making me dizzy on the couch. I, I had to go to bed. I was just like, I can't. I, I don't know if it's the glass of wine I had, or two glasses of wine, or what. But I was just like, I didn't guys. know I was going to be there so long. Otherwise, I would have brought my wine myself. Your setup, I got it on my notes here. Your setup in the in the hotel. Um, I don't know if anyone's ever been to Hogue Memorial. Is it called Hogue Memorial? It's What's it called? called? The Hogue Hospital. Yeah. Yeah. It's the National League of Hotels. I mean, of hospitals. And yeah, you're set up in there. You had the candles. I FaceTimed you. Christina looked beautiful. This was like probably, what, five hours before she actually was starting? Yeah, it was. She looked great. You had yeah. the candles. You had the golf or sort of the tennis. Fuck it's it. a great experience, man. Yeah. And uh, I've had great experiences with it. I hope everyone does uh, who, who has children and has kids. It's amazing. Um it's it's a blessing, bro. I got you know got a little healthy little man just at the doctor with him this morning. All is good, healthy heart. You know he's got some flow already. It's crazy. You're not getting him on the Cialis already, are you? No, no, no. <laughs> keep him away from that. Anyway, we got life force now to keep him naturally uh, gifted. So I, I call him Beckham Scott Updog Upshaw, but it's just Beckham Scott Upshaw, correct? It's Beckham Scott and then Hale Upshaw. Christina oh, yeah, and I, yeah, yeah, Christina course, and I share with the hyphen. Of and, course, uh, of course, of course. 
Um, you know, so, so, you know, Izzy's got a cool little brother. She loves him, brought him home. And, uh, you know, first things first was, uh, she had a, a sign, welcome home Beckham made, you know, her and our, our nanny Lily. And thank you Lily for, for all Lily, you the last she's a champ. Bit. I love Lily. Uh, she was great. And, uh, you know, Izzy was, we FaceTime her the whole time. She's, she understands the baby brother thing, even at two for, you know, for all the, the, the dads and moms listening, like having an older kid realize that the younger one's coming, it can kind of be hit or miss whether they're going to be jealous or they're going to like yeah. understand it all. Izzy, do, Izzy does, and she loves it. So she's uh, you know, first thing in the morning, wants to come give him a hug and kiss, see where he's at. Um, so great dynamic there. Uh, fuck, bud. I am family of four now. Yeah, you sent a picture of one of the group texts we have, the million group texts we have going, and it was, you know, you, your beautiful wife, your beautiful daughter, your newborn baby. Um, your two dogs, obviously poor. We lost Riley. You lost Riley. who was a great dog. I know that, uh, that's done. Yeah. You love that dog. Riley was a great her. dog. So sorry for your loss there. Thank fella. You, but you sent that picture before Riley passed away. And I was like, I don't know. I, I often think of you still as like uppy from I don't know, <laughs> 10 fucking years ago. Right. I'm like, and I'm like looking at it. I'm like playing golf and I'm like, this fucking guy's got two kids. Uh, it's, it's two dogs at the time. I'm it's like, a lot. I wouldn't trade it for anything now that it's, it's upon me. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot of buildup. Yeah. It's now it's two and a half years of, of uh, a lot of responsibility. It just looks a different so, than uh, yeah. you know just hey where's dinner tonight? Ex- exactly. I've been my boy for years where I could just text you like you want to go to Vegas on Friday ups like I, I like those days are not going to happen. Nor that nor do I want to go to Vegas anymore. But <laughs> my point being, I was just like it, I guess it hit me all at once. I was like holy fuck. Yeah. Like, fuck. I got a head start. He's got two kids. I know. Um, I'm like, know, I'm worried about getting a dog. I don't even think I can handle a dog, Binger. I'm like, fuck, I don't even know if I can totally. handle a dog. Listen, I, you know, we talked about this earlier, but I don't think there's a right time or a bad time to ever get into this sort of life. If, if in fact it's for, if it's, you know, for, for yourself or for what you're looking for, um, you know, timing wise, if, if some of your friends are having kids, that's probably ideal. You yeah. know, we got some, you know, Cody's kids are the same age and, you know, K-Wash got some young kids and, um, you know, Noah and our friend Noah and Polly have a young kid, uh, too, that, you know, they all get to hang out, and those are Christina's best friends. But, you know, it's, you know, our and Joe and Bex have a little guy. and Leo. So it's it's nice to to be able to experience, like, these young kids interact with each other. It's the coolest thing because we're they're just young us, right? They're young fucking little images of, of their dad and their mom. <laughs> yeah. And they're, you know. Hopefully, let's gonna, hope that's how busy he's not completely like well, that. <laughs> um, so they're, they're just, you know, they're just walking little specimens of, of you and it's fun. So it's yeah. fun to experience with your friends. So I think if, if timing is ever of, um, of play, you just hope that it times right with, with your friends. If you sneak one by there, if you get one, if you get, pa- one, if you get one past, past the, goalie, the goalie, if you slide hey, one, how many career seven snipes, holes, how many 13, career snipes 13, you got? 13, 13, 13, 13 snipes, yeah, 13 snipes, but no one's been able to fucking, Listen, you have been I able was, to go I bar down. My whole, I was going my whole career, you know, with the pull and pray method. Yeah, there, yeah, you yes. know? So yeah. That's I, a good method. I should have maybe saved some of my sperm from when I was like 25, maybe. Right? I would recommend I don't know, young my, kids. My, my do one's that. at 39 now. I, I don't think they got as much step to them. I'm they're a little wobbly, huh? <laughs> a little wobbly. Yeah, yeah. A little wobbly. So. Are they, they're not seeing the ball like they used to. I think they're a little lazy, right? Like yeah, myself, you know, totally. just you get, their, get their walk and swim, and then they're done for the day. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's all the swimming. It's two ways to look at it. We're getting kind of off topic here, but, you know, I look at you while you have two kids, and I look at myself at 39, and I'm nowhere near ready to have kids. It's like, you know, should have I maybe, I I don't know, that's just probably for a different podcast than Mr. Curfew, but. uh, Fuck. Hey, we're really getting into it. We're really getting deep here on a a, a Tuesday. Uh, Anyways, congratulations to you and Christina. Beckham, Scott, Hale, Upshaw. 
Can't wait. 19 years, I'll get fucking pinned with him. Yeah, let's pinned. be honest. He's going to be at the years. beach. Let's be honest. 16 out. years, I'll get pinned with him, right? He's going to get uh he'll have a fucking, oh, hopefully he's a lefty How like me. I be? I'll be 40, no, I'll be, yeah, I'll be uh, 50. 56. 56. He'll be 56. Wow. Showing him the ropes. Say back to Take let's him go. The big canyon. Jump on the bike, buddy. We're going to uh, the Blue Beat. That's yeah, <laughs> totally. I've been hanging out with the Blue Beat a lot lately. I don't know why we're turning the clocks back, but I we went got there. all those nice TVs up on the roof. It's great. The rooftop is nice, nice addition, yeah. Because it's the only rooftop in Newport. I know. Drinks are good, stiff. Young crowd though. I walked in there on Sunday. Fuck, I felt old. Everything's was, like, was it Sunday or Saturday? Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, over the weekend, shout out to our boy Ryan Getzlav. Um, Cure Duchesne, that's how you say it, right up, dog? Cure Duchesne, yeah. Cure Duchesne, 11 years he's been doing this now. Uh, thanks to Binger. Binger came down and got some good content for us. Uh, thanks to the Updog, Loops, our boys en uh, Evan Knapp and Dennis Shannon. We played great. Shot 20 under. 20 under. Good enough for second. Um, what a great day. Taylor just, Wood. Uh, Fuck Taylor off. Wood, fucking cheater. We had a great day, though. Um, <laughs> great tournament done by PJ. Just a fun day all around. And to see Getsy. I'm um, still giving back. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and just to make note, I, I love how a lot of the ducks show up for this. You Shattenkirk's, you get the Zegris, Drysdale, you got Gibby, uh, all, all the guys, all the good young guys, all their support and you know, their fellow captain and a great cause. It's, like you said, 11 years, raising a ton of money. I think Joffrey Lupul is a big reason of that this year. I think he donated 25K because he's drunk as a skunk at the yeah. dinner. Yeah, that boy Loops. But to give yeah. back, it's for the kids. I'm like, what'd you get for that? He's like, nothing. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I just put it, I, it was like silent in the room. There was an elephant in the room and I decided to just put my hand up and say, I would, I would match anything that Trevor Zegers matches. So I think they both jumped in and yeah, threw I, a little uh, check to the loops. earning curve is not quite as high as Zegers is. No, loops loops is earning curves going like this. Z's is going this way. That little fucker. He's yeah. Gonna, yeah. He's going to be, he's going to be a stud. He's uh so good kid. We're going to get into some extensions here. Zegers I'm sure is extensions. Yeah, he's got to love what way. happened today. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I wanted to say, you mentioned Shaddy, you know, we joke a lot about, you know, you joke a lot about, about, you know, we're not in shape anymore. You're skinnier than when you played. I'm obviously bigger than when I played, but fucking Shattenkirk came over. This guy is ready to rock. Yeah, he he's fucking tapped. gave me a hug. And I'm like, Shaddy, I just swam 1200 meters just so my back doesn't hurt. And he fucking, how strong he was. Yeah, I, mean, I was look like, at his lower half. It's just thick fucking legs. Max on. Jones. This yeah. kid, I, he was hurt last year. I love this kid. I got to know all of them um, at the end of the year a little bit and just got to hang out with him last weekend. Great kid. Hope he stays healthy. He's built like a fucking truck. Yeah. I mean, Shaddy, I, I, was, I was impressed at how strong Shaddy was. Did you, uh, did you get a chance to see Mason McTavish? I did talk to Mason McTavish. How's he doing? Is he he's, ready to rock? He's an, I mean, old, school, fuck, he's an old school pro, yeah. yeah. He was, uh, I talked to him right at the end of the round. He played with a group that they weren't very good at golf, but he had a good time. Yeah. Big kid, naturally yeah, big. No shit. Naturally big. Talk I mean, about the play made in the final. I mean, that, that play might go down as the best play in, in the history of, of a Canadian World Junior final, right? That play was so sick. I was in Europe when it happened. And then they go down and snipe the winner. Like, that's pretty badass. The backhand. If he can use line. that momentum coming into this training camp, I mean, this they got a good a, young squad. This kid's a beast, man. Yeah, He's he old might, school. Like, he might rock and roll and, and put up some points. This I year. thought he should have made the team. Well, he did make the team and they sent him back, but he's going to be – he's ready. Like, I'm excited to watch him play. I'm excited for all the Ducks. Um, Gibby had a good – I had a good chat with Gibby. Gibby's looking good. Uh, refocus. Cam Fowler I talked to. They seem like, you know, they're all ready. They're excited for some of the moves that Verbeek made. And, you know, it was good to see Getsy just hammering down a burger at the end of the tournament. I said, <laughs> see, bud? 
you got no fitness testing. You just enjoy oh, that yeah, burger yeah, again. Nice. Enjoy <laughs> that burger. <laughs> um, so that up, it was a great time. Missing curfew squad. Good out. Good showing. Second binger. Thanks again for your help. Uh, up dog week one NFL. We got a guest, a man advance coming in. Beautiful, um, intelligent girl that works for DraftKings that knows her football. She's going to talk week one, week two, and and some stuff moving on in the NFL season. I won my first week in the fantasy pool. I beat Loops. Fuck. Good for you. Congrats. You had a heartbreaker, eh? I lost by 0.5 points to our boy Ryan O'Reilly. He just daddy. he he just snaked me, and and you know what? I love my squad. Fuck Machine Hut Hut this year is, is looking good. <laughs> I, I mean, I was an A-minus rating for my draft, although that means nothing. I think we all know that. Um, I don't know. Last year, I was minus. I got Mahomes, and I like it. But he was so sick. Oh, he's nasty. He's got more weapons. Yeah, I know. Like, they get rid of Tiger Kill, but they bring in, like, Juju Smith-Schuster and a few other guys and just spread the ball around the field. He's he's looking good. He's he's hitting his prime. You, <sighs> he's hitting his fucking Optimus prime. That Allen looked good, too. I know that's your boy. He is my boy. I would, um, tra- I would trade him straight up right now, Mahomes for Allen. But you would. I don't know if you Cody should, would do it. Yeah, he would. You would should, he? You should text him right now. Well, maybe not right now because we're doing the pod, but when the pod's over, I bet she makes that trade right now. And, and she notes, me and Cody, I love Cody Liable, shout out to Cino, he's a beauty. We almost made a blockbuster before the season even started. We had a four-player trade where I was trading Russell Wilson, Taylor, somebody else to him for Allen. Uh, we just, we, we didn't end up doing it. But he's, yeah. my point being, he's eager to make a deal up. I think you can so make you know that what? deal. You know what? I would trade probably Mahomes, and I, I, I would tra- get rid of a wide receiver. I need to bring in a wide receiver. I got this. I got Allen tons Robinson, of wide receivers. Al, Allen Robinson, the second. He's a wide receiver for the Rams. He got one look this week. Oh, for the Rams. He got one look. What the hell is going on with that bit, Binger? <laughs> Binger, are you a big? Are you guys fantasy guys, Max? Binger? Yeah, yeah, Binger's a oh, Rams yeah. guy. Yeah. No, but you guys playing fantasy? Mm-hmm. Hall yeah. pass or what? What one? Uh, just with my buddies at home. Yeah, we each got different leagues. What does the winner of yours got? Binger like fucking free weed pen or something? Or <laughs> no, no, we have. I'm in one with the hundred dollar buy, and it's like a keepers league. We've been doing it for a long time. Oh, nice! Yeah. League. You keep only the LA guys. Uh, for the most part, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you worried about the Rams? Because I mean, they didn't look great, bro. I'm worried about Stafford. His yeah. throwing motion did not look great at all. Yeah, and his like elbow. Al- right? His elbow was like elbow, mine. Yeah. He's fucking in one. Allen Robinson just wasn't irrelevant. He did nothing. Cam Akers was irrelevant too. Like there's just a lot of guys that didn't do any. Like didn't perform at all. Hey, Talk B- to me. Binger's about one of those guys. Real quick, I follow Binger on Twitter now. Right? What's your What's your Twitter? Let's give you a shout out here. What is it? Bing Bing. <laughs> knock knock. Want a lot of Dodgers and LA sports. What is it tweets? though? What's your uh, handle? At Captain Bingers. So Binger, this is the guy that like was like the Vancouver Canucks fan being like, hey, O'Brien, you're fucking brutal. You drink too much. Stay out of the bar. Like, this is what he he lets these people have it up, dog. Right? I live or like the Rams, the, the, the Rams brought you a Super Bowl last year, and you're already throwing, throwing guys under the bus. I get in Twitter fights daily with random bots and random people. <laughs> I live or die by my teams. If they lose, it's not a good day for me. I guess you pay your hard-earned money. You can say what you want, right? Yeah. And, and Maxie, you're a Rams guy too? No, I'm a disgruntled Chargers San Diego fan. So but San do, Diego fan. Do you so. cheer for LA? No, I, I bet against the Chargers every week. Wow, they <laughs> San Diego. So I have a reason to hate the Char- like I hate the Chargers, and then I have financial reasons to root against them. Buddy, they look good. I hate to I hate to tell I, you. I think you should maybe <laughs> jump on the bandwagon. But they're the Chargers, so they will find Don't. ways to fuck it up. That's I did true. think that the Raiders game, I'm like, they're gonna find a way to blow this game. Like they seem like they always do. And the Raiders did. Like the, I felt like the Raiders blew that game. I agree. Uh, up dog. Speaking of DraftKings, you know you've been saying Buffalo Bills. I'm on. I took him to win the whole fucking thing. Nice. Plus five thirty. I got Allen for MVP at plus five seventy five. Yeah. Oh, they just look good, man. I know. He looks good. Vaughn Miller, their D line. I don't know. And it's Buffalo. 
Fucking, I don't know. I'm an Ontario boy. Buffalo, like, I, they deserve it. They, you, come on. Yeah, they got yeah, good yeah. fans. You deserve to cheer for them. Yeah. yeah fuck so me. I'm in it with you. I actually ordered a Buffalo Bills shirt that I was going to wear on the pod today. Oh. But instead, uh, if you can't tone it, tan it. That's uh, right. My boy Mike Smith at Sauce Hockey. Check out my double nickel line. A little plug to myself there. I got four shirts. National League. This one, uh, have a time, fella. And rest is a weapon. So get yourself some tarps. They're soft, ups. They're soft. Yeah, I know. Number the, the, 55 on the, the back. The Sauce shirts are, are definitely a great great fabric yeah i told him to do the ones that we did the bella ones bella so, Bellas. Yeah. um let me ask you about the tampa bay buccaneers fucking Dude. d are good too so rumor has it now loophole text me this take it for a grain oh, of are salt. we throwing this out there can we throw it out or no i think we can he told me this is like halfway through the first half that giselle is leaving tom you've heard it here can we say it <laughs> can we say it can we put a social well, I clip mean, the rumors he didn't even play in training camp nor does he have to really he's tom brady but he i mean he wasn't even at camp yeah so I mean, and, and at what point do you do you just say, "Oh fuck," you know, I'm Tom Brady, and I would say to the things are just gonna fizzle to out. To the here. Tampa Bay Lightning guys that have wives and girlfriends on your team, don't let them out of the house. <laughs> if, if Tom Brady is single in Tampa, <laughs> hey, honey, you're not going to Mastros tonight, okay? You're gonna sit in, and we're gonna have dinner right here, and we're gonna watch the new Game of Thrones. Yeah, TV twelve. He's gonna be like, putting up more numbers than just. I mean, his fantasy numbers on and off the field are gonna be like, lights out. If you're Tom Brady, like, are you just like, all right, Giselle, if you need a little breather, take a breather. I'm gonna. I can't. Yeah, I'm gonna focus on football. Yeah, right. This is it for him. I'm gonna focus on football. I mean, he missed two weeks of training camp because of it. Yeah, uh, I think he's, you know, I think his heart's still in football, and that bothers like his his his, his significant other. You know what? And in all seriousness, you did see a, a moment of weakness in Tom this off season when he talked about being a father, how he's nowhere near good as father as his dad was. Yeah, and not a good. So maybe. I don't know. You know what? He's so perfect on the field. We're obviously all human beings off the ice, off the field. And, and maybe it's just, maybe he's not a great, I don't know. I'm just going to say this. You, you, And he had the quote, why waste a good arm? I think there was this in the commercial this weekend. Yeah. Can't waste a good arm. So why the fuck would he? He's, I mean, he's coming off an incredible year. He's still got tons of fucking football left. Who did they lose to? They lose to KC. They lost to the Rams. They lost to the Rams in a fucking absolute shoot. Could have went yeah. either way. No, he still looks good. I mean, how quick he gets the ball off and how quickly he reads the defense. Yes. Yeah, like, the Cowboys have a good defense. Their yeah. offense is in one. He doesn't get hit. He doesn't get hit. He gets the ball out. It, it was funny. I saw something. Brian Erlacher, who's an absolute beauty. It was something I saw on social media. Him and Jay uh, Cutler, who, I don't know. I was never a big Jay Cutler fan. I, I'm sure he's a good guy, but I always thought he was kind of a pussy. Yeah. But they talk about how NFL players now can play forever and not be like sore and stiff when they're done playing. Like, so even ex NFLers are talking like us, like you can play yeah. forever nowadays. Well, there's, yeah, people take care of their bodies. And you know what? The, the rules are there. <laughs> the rules are there now in place to, to take care of the stars, like yeah. in any sport. That's it true. never was that. Speaking Guys of, had to govern themselves. Speaking of stars, I got to rip a star here. Russell Wilson. I got him on my fantasy team. I don't like him. I gotta be honest Horrendous with you. Horrendous tucks. Like I can't tux, believe you got him as your quarterback. Well, I I, I want to trade him. You I'll know, give I, you I, Kyler Murray for for a, a sick wide receiver. Kyler Murray. I'll, I'll take too, Kyler. <laughs> Kyler Murray. Sucks. I, you know I got on my bench. I got although he's know, he puts up points. You know I got on my bench. I think as our boy, our ex boy, he hasn't texted us back in a while. But Matty Ryan, I got Matty Ryan on my bench. I picked him up on on waivers. I think once he gets to know the Colts playbook, mm -hmm. he's going to be my starter. I think. I bet him this week on DraftKings over one and a half touchdowns and he got one late and then just fucked it up I, I think Wilson will get better obviously but I just think he's so Hollywood now that like come on man like I saw him at McKenna 
which is a discovery project in Maui. And he was there with his wife. And he's got two security guards. I'm like, dude, you, you're at a, at, a, at a place where the one percentile are here. You don't need a, a security guard. I don't know. I just think he's turned into this. And they just gave him 250 bananas. So that was my only bet I lost all week. That's why I was a little upset. I don't think their coach did a great job either ups. But that tuxedo, I'm like, settle down. It's week one. You don't need to pull out the... Uh, was that just because he's going back to Seattle? Or? I, I don't oh, know. Pull out the teal fucking tux. It was teal tux. It was terrible. Dumb and dumber. Focus on the goddamn game. <laughs> Focus on the game. Yeah, that's what my coach would. That would that's what the coach should say. Yeah. Focus on the game. I'm one although and, the coach need to focus also on the game. I'm one and zero. My team's called National League. We're off to a good start. Nice. I will make a trade with you. Uh, anybody in my fantasy league, Russell Wilson is available. Um, up dog, put a bowl on the U.S. Open. I know how much you loved it. You watched all three weeks of it or two and a half weeks of it. Um, the winner, Alcaraz. Sick. You think this guy's going to have some fucking off ice, off court endorsements coming his way? I think I he do. needs a new haircut. I, I think he needs a new haircut. Yeah, well, that's going to, he's still a kid. Yeah, you know, but the pimples the and the, the, you know, the tough skin and the pimples and stuff. He's just growing up, man. He's got, you know, he's got the testosterone through the roof right now. He yeah. plays like it. He's oh, yeah. in. He, he fights for every point. He's in a war every every battle. He's waking up half hard every morning, isn't sure. he? Yeah. Oh he yeah. Is. His his first two steps are insane. I mean, if his serve gets better, yeah. he's unstoppable. I'd love to see that kid walk around Barcelona when he gets back. Yeah, like just the Spaniards are going to be well. This uh, this. But let me ask you a question: Like the Spaniards, like without Jokovic playing, Spanitas. What do you call the ladies? Span- Span- I don't know. <laughs> what do you call the Spanish girls? Spanitas. Chicas? Uh, chicas? Maybe chicas, chicas. Maybe. Yeah. But without Jokovic playing, can you really give the keys to the to the kingdom? I is that I don't know. Can keys you, to the kingdom? Can you can you turn it over to him if Jokovic no. didn't play? Like No, you can't. Yeah. Um I mean Jokovic is almost let's just say I think in his last ten I'll probably look this up, but his last ten majors he's played, he's won eight or yeah. one seven. He's not you know, he, he Alcaraz took over number one, but it's only the sole reason is because Djokovic hasn't played in the Australian Open and the U.S. Open. Yeah, he's so, unvaxxed. That's why. Yeah, did he play? He played in Wimbledon, right? He won Wimbledon. No, he didn't play Wimbledon. Did he play? Yeah. Grand Slams. Can you look that up? He got Twenty-one he Grand Slams. He won Wimbledon. Did he win Wim- Wimbledon? I think he won Wimbledon. But um, what what I wanted to say about this too is that. Not having the top dogs, like Nadal getting beat, um, and not having the top dogs in Federer and Djokovic, it gave all these other kids like this vote of, vote of confidence, and it brought all their games up to a whole other level. It was a level of tennis I hadn't seen players I'm not too familiar with play at. I agree. Sinner being one. I fucking I've... can't stand looking at that kid play <laughs> tennis, but it was amazing to watch the compete yeah, and he... to watch the clutch. It was just it is epic. I've never seen, and I'm not the biggest tennis guy as you, but I do watch the U.S. Open every year because it's on when there's not a whole lot on, and it's just the end of the summer, and it's always fun to watch. The, the back and forth. Yeah. I remember tennis as if you know Federer or Jokovic or, or Nadal got up on you. A break. It was over. Yeah. Like these, The break points were insane to me. Like, crazy. Crazy. Like You see it more in the women's game with the breaks, but in the men's game this year, I was like... like tie five, breaks. And tie five breaks sets. and five sets. Five-hour matches. Yeah. Um, so speaking of this, like, this time of year, U.S. Open, it brings everyone to want to play tennis, right? Yeah, like tennis stores must be selling out of fucking rackets and, and new shoes and balls and shit. So yesterday we play a Big Canyon. We had a little match. It was me and Jimmy Drysdale, young James Drysdale, versus Mackel and Zegris. Yeah. And we did a long first set. It got to tiebreaker like 10-8. Me and Jimmy took him. 
Took him down. You did, eh? Took him down. How many did you play? Sorry, Jokovic did win this year's... Uh, the Wimbledon. Yeah, he won Wimbledon. Right. Um, we played one set at Big Canyon, and then we took it across the street right over near... Uh, <laughs> like, we had to go across MacArthur. Oh, why? Because they were doing tennis lessons at Big yeah, Canyon? Yeah, yeah. Our boy was there, yeah. and we had to get up. But anyway, uh, then they beat us in the second set, but we started at 4-4. So we just did a uh, best of three tiebreak, and they won. But it was great. Was so those match. boys love playing tennis. They're good. Yeah, they're good players, yeah. Really good players. And then Mac L's been playing his whole life. Mac L's nasty, yeah. yeah. So as I was in there competing. I had a big pickleball game yesterday. Yeah, fuck yeah. We just missed you. 2-2. Two, two, we couldn't get the game five, and we ran out of time. Actually, well, the one guy started puking, Chad Cooper. He, <laughs> he went to the dentist, and I guess they gave him too much. Uh, what's it called when they put the you? Freezing? Yeah. Or what's the it called? Novocaine? Guess. Yeah, yeah, Novocaine. He's like, ah, fuck, I got too much Novocaine. So he's like he allergic like, to it. He was puking in the bush after you the don't fourth puke game. in the bush from He was puking after the fourth game, bud. Huh. And Coop's L- Lidocaine. Lidocaine. What did I call it? Novocaine. Novocaine. Um, I want to play pickleball against those kids. Do they play pickle or just tennis? Uh, they play tennis. Funny. Oh. Yeah. No, when you watch tennis, like as much as I love pickleball, when you watch the U.S. Open, you realize, like, like come on. But it's way different. This is fucking. It's way different to play actual tennis. Like, it's fucking hard, tennis. The hardest thing about tennis is getting the balls back, right? Like, if, you had a, if I had two ball boys. Yeah, no, you just play with, like, 12 balls. So there's just balls everywhere. Yeah, you just hit them in the corner. If they're at the net, they're fine. Oh wow! And unlike pickleball, where the you, you got to get the balls off the court. Like, well, pickleball, you play with like two or three balls, and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. But tennis, you need I don't know eight minimum. Yeah. Just so you, everyone's got a couple in their pocket. Boom, boom, boom. So you took them down. You took down Mackell and Z. Fucking right. So I think we might have a rematch tonight. Tonight, three thirty. Mackell leaves tomorrow. I think so. We're gonna get one more match in. There you go. Um, congrats. The, the tennis is awesome. What's my boy's name? The Australian guy. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Well, how does Kyr- it? Kyrgios. Nick Kyrgios. Kyrgios. Did you see him smash his fucking Loved racket? It, it was yeah. unbelievable. He, he looked like I just, I just spit in the studio. Um, he looked like Johnny Drama breaking Tom Brady, or he looked like Johnny Mac back in the day. He smashed that racket after he lost into a million pieces. But I love how fast that guy plays. When I watch him play, the, the energy he brings, obviously, but how fast he plays, too. He doesn't waste any no time. No coach. No coach? No coach. Doesn't surprise I me. I mean, he yells at his fucking bench, though, the whole time. Like his family he and his buddies. He tells them to sit the fuck down, too. He's like, it, sit it, down. If they're sitting, he tells them to stand stand up. And if they're standing, he goes, sit the fuck down. Like he's just, <laughs> he's a mess. He's a maniac. Good for I'd him. like to go out with him like, Sydney somewhere, Melbourne or something. I bet she's dialed. So, um, U.S. Open, good on you. It was good for the game. A couple ex-tennis players at Big Canyon were talking about how good it was for tennis. Awesome. To see, yeah, yeah. to get that much love. So, uh, back to golf. Live golf. Um, I love that we're talking about live golf. Me too, Loppy. There's a backway challenge that these guys have, I guess, in the Pro-Am where they rip these guys. It's called having diapers, remember? It's unbelievable. And then they have questions where you know people come in, like me and you, come yeah. in from missing curve. You can ask them anything they want. These guys are answering. They're laughing. So it's just it's refreshing to see the human side of these golfers because a lot of time in golf, you get the same fucking answer. It's fun to see these backway challenges and to see these guys have an answer. Some fun, stupid yeah. but fun questions. God love the shorts. Did we talk about that last week? Shorts are allowed. Boys are allowed to wear the shorts. I saw Lee Fucking, Westwood rocking them. I think we did talk about it. But anyway, they're, they're, they're adding a uh, a personal experience to it all. Golf is all about like you know, getting to go hang with your buddies and having fun, competing, gambling. Yeah. They, they just want to bring a human element, like you just said, to golf. Not make it like these guys are all these you know stiff guys that don't say a word while they play. And you can tell they're out having fun. I love the fact that they hit tee shots and then music plays. Yeah, and awesome. the fans get to like a little a little buzz. 
Yeah. You know, it's not so quiet. Like everyone walk, everyone, no running, walk. And, yeah. You know. We should try to go to the last one in Miami. We should definitely try. Durrell. Durrell, that'd be sick. Bring your Halloween costume. We'll go, to, we'll go to Fountain Blue. No, after. no problem. 11. I've never been to 11. I want to go for one. Never? For, never, I know. Holy shit. Um, Speaking of gambling on the golf course, you teed me up. I'm going to pump my own tires here. We have this thing at Big Canyon called the Pot of Gold on Fridays. I won the Pot of Gold for the first time. I shot 77 for net 70. That means I beat everyone else net bets up, dog. You've done it numerous times. I told him I put my jersey up in the rafters because I finally did it. Pot of gold first winner. First one? First one ever. You've been playing Friday golf for five years. More than that. Yeah. I don't remember there six or seven years. Congrats. It's hard to do. Like you get tipped in. No, I know. Lane. Totally. I played good ups. It was raining and shit. I don't know. I fell at home. Boys are taking over, big kids. Boys are taking <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So, good um, for you, bud. Congrats. Max Homa, shout out to our boy, friend of the podcast. Great guy. Made the President's Cup team. Uh, I believe it's this week at Quail Hollow in Charlotte. Um, team USA looks good. I don't know. Back to live tour. International team has no Cam Young because he went to live tour. I, I don't know. I don't see how the fucking Cam ass, Smith. Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Cam Young is playing for the U.S. Correct. Um, I don't know. Let the fuck. I hope the states play. win for Max Homa. Did we do the t-shirts? Let the let the boys play. We did. Let the boys fucking play the live know. tour. I mean, how much if the majors fuck around, then then it doesn't become a major anymore. So I don't think they'd touch that. And same with the presidents. It's not a presidents' cup if these guys can't play. I don't get it. Yeah. PGA. So obviously Trevor Elman's a coach. He's going full underdogs. He's like, we're the biggest underdogs ever. Yeah. I guess you are. So it'll be interesting. I'll watch it just because Max is playing. But if if, if Homa wasn't in it, I guess I would still probably watch. So there's it no Euros, bit. right? It's just world world versus US. There's Chris uh, Corey Connors, good Anyone, Canadian lad. Yeah, yeah. How many Canadians on there? Corey Connors and then Mike Weir's assistant coach. A couple good Canadians. Okay. Weir's he's a coach. Yeah. Yeah. Hot wife. It just there's no Ryder Cup, right? It doesn't have the same. It doesn't have the same sting to it. So. Yeah. But Max, uh, good luck to you, buddy. That'll be cool for him to represent. He deserves it, man. How far he's Stud. come. Yeah, it'll be great. He's on. The, is he on the Ryder Cup? This is his first time representing. Uh, but is did he make the Ryder? Uh, well, it's not a Ryder Cup year. He's never played, he's never made the Ryder Cup. No, this oh, is it's not fr- a Ryder Cup year. No, it's Presidents Cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right, buddy. Um, so good luck to him. Up dog, we got a non-hockey milk carton here. I gotta fuck. I'm throwing people on the milk carton, and I guess we were talking before, so I'm throwing you on there. I guess these people at the grocery stores. Oh, you, you put your fucking your your grocery cart. You don't put it back. You leave it in the fucking parking spot. Come on, man. What's going on with America? Was it in here? the spot? It's in the fucking spot. I got to get out of my. I got to tuck get, up the two wheels over the curb. What's the two wheels going to do? I still got to get. I, I got to get out. That's I got to get yesterday. out of my car, out of my air conditioned car. I got to move the cart, park, and then I got to take the cart back. I think you just find a new parking spot. You just like I, I was, I was you, when busy, you turn busy, in, you go. Busy. This parking spot is now officially this shopping cart spot. So you're so busy because you're you're in good shape. I was going to say I'm I'm a busy I, guy. I was going to blame fat people. I don't know why. I think there I should, should be someone walking to me, me, me to my car with my grocery. You should. They should hire someone to grab your cart. Yeah, like little kids should come work for. You know, he's gone fucking I, I, Hollywood. I'll, t- I'll tip you five bucks. You come and help me empty out my fucking stuff, and you bring the cart back, and you get all the other carts. Good way for. I used to do that. Good way for a young kid to make some money. So you leave your cart every time, or just not every like, time? Just if you're in a hurry. Usually the good. Usually a half decent fucking uh, grocery store will have the shopping carts in the parking lot. That's true. Where are those at? No, no, no. Where this, are those at this, Bristol Farms? This was Bristol Farms. They have them. Where are this they? This person still left it there. So did I. It was, it was literally, it was right there. I'm like, come on, man. Like, this is like, what kind of civilization are we living in when you're leaving fucking carts everywhere? Like, come on, put I, it back. I, I like to say a pretty good one down here in Newport <laughs> Beach. But. Binger, do you put your sharper carts back? Do you even go grocery shopping? <laughs> I do. I, <laughs> do you, I do, Binger? but I play a game where I go from afar and I try to throw it across the lot. And yeah, try to, like, I like get that it to game. Catch into like Ooh. the little thing. You know what wow. I'm saying? 
Okay, so let's say it doesn't get in. Do you leave it or do you go put it back in the right way? Or you say, ah, oh, fuck, good effort. I get back in my car. I get in my car and I head back home. So you're part of the problem too. Maxi? Oh, I'm Team Obes for sure on this one. Yeah, see, Maxi's a pro. Like, a pro. Oh, Maxi's like a pro. I knew it. He's a fucking pro. A Let's just be honest. There's a lot of laziness in this, conversation, in, in this debate. A lot of laziness. But for me... Where the fuck are those little parking spots? Like for the for the carts? Because I don't want to bring it all the way back. And I didn't see it. I looked around. My head was on a swivel. I looked around. There was nothing there. I saw one already pulled up over the curb, and I just put that one right beside it. That's that's not a solution. Because I, I still got to, like... I gave you the solution. Get a couple young kids, 14, 15-year-old kids. Help out the, the elderly people who go in, right? You're and not got, one of the elderly people. I know, but I'm just saying them. there's a lot of people that... Listen, I love you because you're my brother. I'm going to let you off the hook because you just had a kid. Your dog died. At least you I'm being going, honest. You got a lot going on. At least I'm being honest. I love your honesty, but put that fucking cart back in the thing, all right? I, I'll think about it next time. <laughs> I'll be, if you pay me $20, I'll drive down here and get your groceries for you. probably a little heavy. I think I think five bucks is like the... No, I, I'm trying to remember. I probably I go five. was probably a kid back in Port Hope at Davis yeah. Value Mart shutout that put the carts away. Do you know how cool it would be? Like, uh, you know, a, a, an older lady and, and her husband walk out with the cart and a, and a kid, like a proper kid dressed nice was like, excuse me, can I help you to your cart with the, you know? Yeah. It, it makes some money. I'm just trying to help out these there, kids there, make some money. There could be an age limit on the having to return the cart. I got you there. Maybe if someone's a little bit older, hey, can I help you out? Yeah. I, pregnant I, woman or see, something. If I see an older woman, woman, I grab their carts. Hey, miss, can I help you? Now, listen, a lot of times I'm, I'm chirping people here, but I'm a single guy. I don't use the cart. I use the hand thing, right? So I don't have a cart. I get my bag. I got my one bag of groceries. You I'm just gone. keep that thing right in your car. No, no, like- <laughs> you just put it right in the back seat. You're like, fuck it. I'll use this next time. <laughs> no, but I go, I, go, I go. I got an answer for not putting these back. I'll just well, take listen, it. Listen, I'm not saying. I, I take the cart handles, right? I come in. I get the thing. I go in. I get my chicky. I got a salad, dark chocolate almonds, a little bottle of wine, whatever I'm getting. Nice order. And I'm gone. One bag. Just me. I get it. But if you're going to use the cart, I'll tell you what. You can't believe it in the stall. I was so pissed off. I spent 350 bucks yesterday getting groceries that I said, I'm going to fucking maybe slam this cart into a car. I was ready to hit this thing into the fucking Tesla beside me. It's funny you say that. And and my dad used to always say to me when he'd come watch me play, like I go grocery shopping, he'd be like, hey, this is, I'm like, dad, who cares? Just grab it, whatever. Now, when I go to the grocery store, I ask them, what, like, what exactly did I get? Like, what, what's in there? Like, yeah. you know, like 160 bucks. I'm like, what? what? I fucking cinnamon I toast crunch chicken. yesterday was eight bucks <laughs> for a fucking box of cinnamon toast crunch. You know what else was expensive? A coconut water this big, $9. What the fuck? That's hard to get those coconuts out I of like the tree. Coconut. It's yeah, hard I like to get them out of the tree, eh? You got to pay a guy to get them out of the tree, coconuts. so it's nine bucks. God. Anyways, At least there's some good eye candy in there. That's what I'll pay for. Whole Foods is is the place to go if you're looking to just for the eye candy, yeah, the, the juicer at the juice. Spot. Yeah, it's just that's my new. Sh- I don't go. I only go to Bristol Farms for uh, when I do my burger night. I go to Bristol Farms. Okay, I get my dark chocolate covered album from Bristol Farms. Other than that, I go Whole Foods. It's changed Mar- my life. Mother's I, Market ain't bad either. I just go. Mother's Market's not bad either. I'm I love Mother's. Mother's. Mother's my spot. But see, Whole Foods, I get caught in there, and I'm just looking around, and you know, I'm in there. Next thing you know, it's 20 minutes. I bought like one. What am I doing? I love the smell of Mother's. Mother's is a good spot. And just you walk in, so fresh. There's fresh fucking veggies everywhere, yeah. and just fruit. And Bigger, I'll, do you I'll, I'll open up the the watermelon and take one, and just test it test out. Test it out. And put it back. We need to test it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just to it? see if the watermelon's right. You just take it up. You know what? I'll I'll be honest. You know, at Bristol Farms, they have the the hot food there. Yeah. I go by every day, take one piece of orange chicken. <laughs> 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 I do. I take one piece of orange chicken. Oh, that's I just gotta try it. It's like yeah, it's just as good as tasty I, is that. It's just as good as I remember it. 
Binger, in a course of seven-day week, five, let's call it five. How many days do you go to the grocery store? I probably go once every two weeks. Once every I'm two a Trader weeks. Joe's guy, though. Oh, wow. Whole Foods is too bougie for me. I go, he's I go a fucking TJ's. hipster, man. Look at his, the way his socks roll into his pants. <laughs> like he's, Of course he's going to Trader Joe's, bro. Trader Joe's like, when they don't, they don't have anything. I'm like, fuck <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Where the fuck's yours, chicken? It's a great vibe, though. They, everyone's in Hawaiian shirts. Everyone's so happy. It's a great vibe there. The fucking, the clusterfuck around the tills is just a disaster. You're like, is there a line here? Is what anyone, the they all look like bigger working there. I'm like, is anyone working here? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny shit. Uh, Trader Joe's though, good IK there too. But, yeah. uh, anyways, uh, I guess I'll put the up dog and everyone else out there, put your fucking shopping carts away. Um, that was a lot of fun, boys. TNT up dog, we're big fans of them here at Missing Curfew. Um, they get the NHL final this year, not ESPN. So I oh, think, wow, I think it's a great. We get um, biz right till the right. You last get game. talks and biz and the great one. Um, That's great. Anson Carter. Liam McHugh, right to the bitter end. Uh, you just reminded me. I do have to uh, share a story. Okay. Um, when Beck just came out, so you know we're going back Thursday. Yeah. Beck was born. It's in the morning. We're doing some, you know, cuddling on the on the bed. Christina was, you know, doing her thing, and uh, I was reading him stories out of Wayne's book, ninety nine book, great stories, and it was Canada Cup. It was like a fifty year anniversary of Canada Cup or something. I think this past summer. Yeah. I think. So I was reading Summit and, Series. Yeah, Summit it, Series. Yeah, seventy-two, twenty-two. Yes. How many years is that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I'm reading that part of uh, the chapter. I just so happened to go to it anyway. Um, I send Gretz a photo. I said, "Hey, meet meet back, blah blah blah." So he FaceTimes me, introduces himself, and no um, way. yeah, it was just epic. Like right, I'm, I'm reading him some books, and him and him and Trevor FaceTime me, and it was awesome. That's unreal. So yeah. Was, so Beckham's great. already met the great one. Yeah. Said what's wow. up? Wow. Cool. That could be a good omen, fellow. I know. Well, I again. By the time he's in mom, the by the my, time he's in the league, the salary cap will be about 170 million. He'll be making Beckham will make like 20 bananas a year, 30 bananas a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By then, you, you, you score five goals in your first year, you make 75 million. Yeah, yeah. Six goals, 30 bananas. <laughs> That's a cool story. So it was great. Yeah, it was cool. Awesome. Good for and, you. Uh, it was it was great to be able to just read him a book as he was sleeping. And, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think read a lot of books, but I think for, is a good one. Yeah, I think for TNT and listen, you know, we played in the league, and the NHL is a result-oriented business. They were better than ESPN. Call it what you want. They deserve the final, in my opinion. Uh, I heard the news last week. I saw it on social media. I think it's great. Yeah, it switches every year now, right? It's is that how it works? Boom, 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 boom. Oh, so yeah. it had nothing to do with. No, it's so it's a seven-year deal for oh, both. Oh, okay, that makes more it sense. It starts with ESPN. They get, they yeah, it's every other year. Oh, so it had nothing to do with TNT being better. No, it didn't. It, they're switching up the finals every year. Ah, shit. That's okay, though. Ah, fuck. Well, anyways, I'm excited to see those boys right to the bitter end because I thought they did a great job. Yeah, in the yeah, and their final. sets are better. It's yeah. a full, it's a it's a better production. Yeah. Our boy Panger. Panger be mixing it up. Panger, Eddie O, Jonesy. Yeah, Jonesy. They're kind of all beauty staff. I mean, their whole a beauty staff, staff is beauty yeah. staff. So. Um, one last thing up, dog, before we get into our NHL rundown here. Obviously, training camp's right around the corner. I see McDavid's back from Ballastil Camp, and I'm seeing these fucking drills these guys are doing before <laughs> training camp. And I'm thinking... Like, remember the gold Canada Cup where like one guy swings and the other yeah, guy swings and it's like, you know, feel training good. Training camp has already started. D to D put up it that to way. the middle. Guy swings. Remember our favorite drill ups where you would come down and we'd one touch it and see how many passes yeah. we get in. And crispy, crispy. They ain't right. doing that shit, brother. They I got know. 1,400 fucking things out there where they're going around. Like, you should see these drills they're doing. I'm like, what? It's crazy to me. Crazy to me. Obviously. Yeah, I think, yeah, to touch on that, it's like training camp doesn't start September 14th. It starts like 
the day you get there yeah. because the coaches are all like, you're not allowed to watch practice, but they're all watching practice. They're all fucking seeing who's in early and it, it's full on. Like it's a, but, but that's a beautiful thing too. Cause who it is, is a job. No, there you are. They're, no, they're there. You. They're fucking in there. They shouldn't Just be allowed in the goddamn dressing room no. until training camp starts. Cause yeah. they're judging everybody already. That's true. You know, but true. for a lot of people, you know, for the young kids, they're trying out. They're there yeah. early. Like you gotta, you gotta be a pro. I remember when I was on a two-way with the Ducks, I had an appointment. Like, it wasn't even like I was late because I was out mixing them before. I had an appointment <laughs> that I had something to do with, so I show up late to the skate. Like, the boys were already on there. And to your point, Bob Murray and the whole fucking staff was up there watching, and they see me come out. I'm like, they already think, they're just automatically thinking that I was fucking pinned last night when I had, like, a appointment of some sort, either the dentist or I don't know what it was, right? Yeah. Z-Pack, maybe someone had to get it. But, like, it was just like, <laughs> to your point, though, they shouldn't be able to judge... Right before right fucking before camp, camp starts. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you Bob love? Murray. Do you miss doing the Canada Cup drill? Though, Come I on. miss it all. How good is that Canada Cup? Drill? Great drill. Where you just swing, you and just swing. get the fucking beaver tail going. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Throw a little sauce to the guy. I know. Now cool. they're doing like you should see these drills, man. Well, you know they're off like. Well, they put the little sticks out on the ice, and, the and it's all that... under the stick, and it's around the stick, and it's edge work, and it's full on. I used to hate skating with the young kids because it would be... all be like I cross check back there back i'm like just give me the fucking puck in the slot i'll show you what to do yeah i would just start cross-checking them yeah you know i'd be like hey boys if you're gonna start doing tight turns in summer camp the lumber's coming so um up dog (laughs) the intro is probably my favorite part of the podcast but our first segment brought to you by our good friends at DraftKings promo code curfew kings curfew kings baby i fucked that up last week so i was a little rusty promo code curfew kings the segment's called back up the brinks truck up dog back it up um listen JT Miller, I think that's a great deal for him. Seven years, eight million in Vancouver. These are the deals I want to talk to you about. Tim Stutzel, is that how you say it? Stutzel, Stutzel. Stutzel. eight years, eight point three million. Jordan Cairo, eight years, eight point one. I just don't like. Maybe the the deal for for Stutzel that may a lot of people on social media think that's going to be a steal near the end, and maybe the Cairo one too, but. These are just two massive deals up, dogs. That takes a lot of pressure off these kids, or maybe it puts some on them. I don't know. These are just two massive deals for two young players. It's like, what have you done? What have you done? Yeah. I, I mean, yes, I love the Blues, and I, I, I never really question Armstrong's moves like ever. He's, I think he's a great GM. He surrounds himself with, with smart hockey minds who help him make, uh, you know, executive decisions. Um, he'd be the first one to tell you that. I'm looking here, you know, I'm on Elite Prospects here, a great website. Um, this guy's played fucking not even 200 games. He's got 75 total career points. No, he doesn't. He had that last year, 27 and 48. To me, like you're giving a kid eight years. I mean, he got more than Brady. Nuts. He got more He's than making a million dollars less than Kale McCarr. How does that make sense? It doesn't. Does that just mean, mean Kale McCart took a bad deal, or does this mean you're just overpaying like a kid that's been in the league for four years and you know his his the peak is way up here and you're getting him? It's crazy, and, and we're and you know whatever we sound like old fucking retired washed up players. That's because that's what we are. But we were talking to Loops over the weekend, and Loops scored thirty goals the one year and had a monster playoff, and he went to Edmonton and had to sign a three year deal for what two point seven a year or something. He said. Now Loops went on to make tons of money, and and it's fine. But point being. Like, what would Loops get now? Like, or a guy that just... Coming seen, off a year of Coming off 30? 30 and a playoff right to the conference finals. Like, 
Kyrou didn't even score 30 last year. And that Robinson in Dallas, I mean, he scored 40. He did he's 6'3". He's a centerman. What's he going to make? If, if, if this Kyrou deal puts it around the 8 million mark, what's that guy going to make? 10? It's crazy. 40 yeah. goals is a lot different than 27 goals. Big time. It's on a, a bad team, too. Like, imagine he's on a good team. Totally. And then you see a guy like Kirby Dock. Now, this is a deal that I got to give Ken Hughes credit for in Montreal. He traded for Kirby Doc at the draft. He made a big splash. He gives Kirby Doc four years for $3.36 million a year. And listen, Doc's played 152 games. He's only got 19 goals. He's underachieved, but he has everything to prove. Now, this, I think, is a fair deal for Kirby Doc and a fair deal for the team. And these are the deals that I think, why not more? Why, if I'm a GM, I'm not, I want to sign a guy to that deal opposed to... I don't know. Because they were, I think the, the market's been set. The agents have done a great no, the, job. The agents have done players. a great job. Um, Kirby Doc, I mean, <laughs> those stats, I'm just going to, you know. They're I'm gonna, terrible. I'm going to quickly compare them to myself. <laughs> they're I, terrible. I had better fucking stats than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, they're bad. That's a fucking, like, even even his deal, he probably didn't deserve, right? No, he doesn't. Yeah. But I guess you do if you're, you know, a high draft pick nowadays. Third overall, he was the this, and and the guys are probably handcuffed. Like this is the GMs are handcuffed. Same with this is what we need to give these kids, or they're, or they're kind of gone. Like they're the Austin Matthews of I'm going to sign four years and I'll take less and yeah. I'll put myself right into a year before free agency and then I'm, I'm going to walk. Yeah, I still think Austin Matthews did it right, but yeah, no, he did. You're, you're right he about did. you're right about the agents, and and, and you got to give these agents credits because they the, you said they've it best. Set the they've market. set the market, and they're like, listen, yeah, this great. is what this guy's getting, so you're going to get this kids. guy. It's great for young kids, and and listen, fellas, we want all these kids to get paid. I want them to make as much money as they can because when the faucet turns off, it turns fucking off, up dog, right? Like it turns off. I I know that more than anyone, but at the same time, as ex players, to our listeners, I think we deserve a fact to be like, holy fuck here. Like, let's not get too carried away here. Like, well, and and just to the kids, like, it's a lot of fucking pressure. Fucking now. earn that money, though. Yeah, too. it's a lot of pressure. Now, don't don't like be upset and don't want to leave your team if the media is all over you because you have a bad year. Yeah, if you go like Scotty Gomez, don't score all year. <laughs> Poor Gomer couldn't go out for dinner in Montreal that but, year. But I mean, that now it's on you. Yeah. You now you make big bucks. Now you got to show up and don't be. You know, if you have a couple bad games, you get taken off the power play. Don't be like ah, you know. This is bullshit. You still got to be a team guy. Now, you, now you're making cash. You'd be a leader. You got to follow guys like Ryan O'Reilly, the way he acts, the way he is, the way he treats people. I just, I just think you're going to make all this money in this league. You got to be a, a role model. I agree. I saw Fact Daddy on the St. Louis Blues Instagram doing some kind of yoga thing on a fucking board on that he was like beam. balance beam. Like I showed Izzy with that his number ninety. His number ninety looks sick in his gym. His gym is sick. Yeah. Fuck. I was like Fact Daddy. Look, <laughs> is that what it takes nowadays? Yeah. To get on the He's balance been doing beam. That shit forever. I know. He's got fuck. some fucking unique ways. Uppy, am I saying this kid's name right? Tim Stutzel. Is that how you say it? Stutzel. Stutzel. I'm fucking it up. But anyways, one thing he did say, he had a comment about his parents. He said, my parents will never have to work again. So I thought, hey, at least this kid is a good kid. He's going to take care of his parents. I just hope he earns the money. I hope Ottawa's good. I love Brady Kachuk. I love that kid's game too. I I just, I hope this, you know, Pierre Dorian knows what he's doing up there, handing all these big fucking tickets. A ticket that I love, this one here. We talked about this kid last week. Evan Rodriguez wasn't signed. Well, he is signed now. And when you win a sta- when you win a Stanley Cup, this is we see it in Tampa over the last two or three years. Now you're going to see it in Denver. A one year deal for two million dollars. Trust me, up there. This is a signing where I now look at Colorado and I'm like, okay, here we go again, right? I mean, this yeah, kid, he's a kid, good player. He's a great player. He's a great. He's player. like a JT Confer too, right? He's like the Confer. Yeah, with probably a little bit more skill. Yeah, and, and can play up and down. They can play up the lineup a little bit more. But yes, that's a good comparison. 
He played so good to Pittsburgh last year. Obviously, they couldn't fit him in. I don't know how they couldn't for $2 bucks, but I think this signing is going to be unbelievable. Uh, the Ottinger signing in Dallas, three years, $4 million a year is a great deal for the Dallas Stars. And then Sam Gagne, this guy's still fucking playing. Do you know you this kid at all? Or... That. You got to play in Winnipeg. But... <laughs> I do. Him. I love Gags. He's great. I, I had training camp with yeah. him in, in Vancouver. It's impressive. He's, he's, he's a going. great kid, and yes, and he deserves so. He makes... You know, he's a, he's a good player. Like you said, plays up and down the lineup, can play power play still, and, yeah. and a good team guy. I think that Evan Rodriguez, you heard it here, I think that could be the, the signing of the summer for Joe Sackick. I love that kid's game. So uh, that was back up the Brinks truck presented by DraftKings promo code Curfew Kings. Our next segment is dedicated to my brother sitting across from me. It's called uh, Simply Mr. PTO, brought to you by our new friends at Life Force. Life Force, promo, right here. Promo code Curfew, I believe. It is Curfew. Look at this. This is a peak rise. I had this this morning. And I'm feeling good. Yeah. What kind of peak rise is it? This is a peak ri- <laughs> rise. Rise up. Rise up, baby. Rise, rise up. up. Uh, Mr. PTO yourself, Scotty Upshaw. We got some guys going on PTOs here. Um, some some old veteran names. James James Neal. Uh, Cody Aikens going to Calgary. Michael Stone's going back to Calgary. Nathan Bolio, who's a good defenseman, is going to Anaheim. Zach Aston Reese is going to Toronto. So... I don't know, up dog. What do you think? These guys got a chance, or I mean, so I feel Stone's, bad for these guys. Stone played there last year. Stone oh. did play there last year. Jeez, I'm yawning. We're talking about the PTOs, Jimmy, and I'm yawning. Jimmy VC backed the Rangers on a PTO. Didn't he get drafted by the fucking? Or he he signed did. with the Rangers. No, he he was drafted and then signed out of college That's with right. the Rangers. That's right. Um, I'd love to see that guy revive his career. I think he's a good kid. Yeah, he, I met him. I met him at Jimmy's yeah, funeral. So, he's so a great I guy. Hope, I'm wishing the best for him. Uh, I'm sure going back to New York's got to feel great. Um, but yeah, you're looking at it's the boys are getting older. You got the stall. He's getting old. The fact that he still wants to play. He's not going anywhere. He's not going to Winnipeg. He's going to Florida. He's going to Florida. He'd maybe take over the Joe Thornton kind of role. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, he didn't play last year. Eric Stahl, though. Did he right? Just played in the Olympics. He didn't play over in Europe or anything. I don't think. So that's coming after a year off. We'll see. Fox, are you telling me there's a chance? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love this Zach Ashton Reese kid's game. When he came to the Ducks last year, I got to know him a little bit at the end of the year. Good kid. But I like his game. I think he'd be a good fit in Toronto. I think he can make him maybe make that club. And I think Nathan Beaulieu for the Ducks here, another defenseman. I, I like what they're doing their back yeah, end there. I, I like this too. kid's game. Plays, yeah. yeah, he plays hard. He's tough. Um, good what luck, a, boys. Good luck, boys. We've it's been there. a fucking sack up time, though. What about James Neal? Does he make the Columbus Blue Jackets or what? I haven't quite looked at their lineup. but This guy loves the game, eh? He must. He's made fucking he loves the road. I know that. Tons of money. Does he not want to just... making a bunch of dough from the Oilers um, on his buyout. But I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing like being in the National League. And I, maybe he just realizes. Maybe he knows too many guys that have left and yeah. just said, keep fucking playing. He played in Springfield last year. You got to love the game even of playing in the playoffs, too. Playing springy. Nuts, yeah. He went from the, from the boys in the Blues locker room, which is a hell of a locker room. To go on right to the Jungie. And you, you've been to the Jungie. Have, have I ever? I, like, at the end of the career, I can't be perfect. No, the boys in St. Louis, especially the fact that he loved the real deal, James Neal. So good luck to all those boys. Uh, Mr. PTO presented by our good friends at Life Force, promo code CURFEW. Um, Updog, we got some guys still out there. We got some guys still out there. Um, they haven't signed the PTOs yet. They're hanging tough. PK Subban, a um, couple guys that jump out to me. Tyler Mott, somebody should sign this guy. Keith yep. Yandel. And then my boy Brad Richardson's on the, on the, on the dock here. As much as I love watching Richie play, I, I, I hope rather I, I hope he's done almost. Just like you know, he's got his cup or two cups, whatever he won. One cup. 
I know he's closing on a thousand games. I think that's something oh, that means a I, lot to he's him. He's got one more year. You think he's got one more? Fucking go hustle it out there. Muck it up again. Randy. I love watching him. I love watching him. I mean, he's a prime PTO guy because yeah. he puts a little pressure on all the other guys to fucking compete, right? Like, yeah. I I, th- I think Richie would be a great guy to come in on a PTO, and if if anyone gets hurt, any kind of centerman, he's a he's a great player to fill in. Absolutely. Would he go to the Jungie though? I hope not. I don't know. I don't know. Fucking two kids now. <laughs> I know what it's like. Yeah. Like I mean, you said with those faucets, it's nice I just, to keep playing. I think this Tyler Mott, someone, I, I can't believe no one signed this guy. How come Sonny Milano's not playing? Another great question. I love that kid's game last year. Yeah. Great hair, too. Big head. And then PK Subin. I think if I'm PK, I don't, although he hasn't won a Stanley Cup, so that's something that's got to keep him motivated. He's so good on TV that I thought maybe he would just He's going to make way more money on TV than he would playing this year. But he still wants to play from uh, what yeah. I've heard. And then Keith Yandel. You got to think Yans is going to get something out there, don't you? Again, you know. Did any one of these guys want to come on and be a regular on our show? Or? Well, we all, I'll put a, I'll put a job offer to Brad Richardson yeah, right now. for yeah. sure. Richie, I don't know what we can pay you, but uh, all the red wine you can drink, Richie. How's that? All the red wine, all the red wine you can drink. We'll, we'll put you up at the Bay Club. You know, come on down. Yeah. Come up. Play Big Canyon, Richie. Bay Club. He's got he's he lives in Flagstaff. I guess his golf course is unbelievable. PJ's They're having to remember guests. It's at uh, Pine Canyon. Pine Canyon in Flagstaff. Hell of a fucking spot. Guess my invite got lost in the mail. Hey, yeah, Richie. big, big guys there. Big guy loves a member. Yeah, guest who's nowadays. he bringing that, Richie? Come on, Richie. Come on, Richie, babe. Um, well, fellow tour, Pine Canyon. We should go up there and play with him. No. It's supposed to be beautiful. Uh, congrats to Nick Suzuki, thirty-first captain in uh, Montreal Canadiens history. Uh, I saw a couple questions. They were asking if he's going to try to learn French. I mean, I think they got bigger things to worry about than if he can speak French, but I guess that goes with the territories. Teams without captains up, dog. Anaheim, Arizona, Calgary, Buffalo, Philly, Seattle. Um, obviously, I don't think the Ducks are going to hurry to name a captain. Uh, Calgary, probably. I could see maybe Nazem Kadri getting named captain there. I know he's just coming in. I don't know if that's something they'd want to do, give it to a new guy, but... Um, you know, kind of tease me up to my next point here about the Philadelphia Flyers. Our boy Torts is up to it already. We told, I told you, or we said to <laughs> yeah. each other that he would give us great content. Well, it's already began. Uh, he's questioned the room. He said there's no, he's not even close to, he's not even considering naming a captain. He said the room's in one. I don't know. I, I hope the Flyers are good, obviously, but this is, Torts ain't going to fuck around is my point, buddy. I mean, it's coming to, he's going he's gonna to go in there and, and put his stamp on this team. I think we talked about it earlier. It's not even training camp. And this is this is again what's being said like yeah. in the media. He's he's already like judging what's going on. Like he probably watched practice and saw these guys doing the Canada Cup was fucking pissed off. <laughs> like why aren't you guys doing fucking drills like all the other teams in the NHL? Maybe he's like you guys are doing the Canada Cup from 2000 fucking 12. Come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe they're working too hard and he's like you got to fucking tone it back and be more old school. Enjoy this time. Get to know each other right now because I'm going to fucking bust your ass here in, in a week when, when training camp starts. They better be ready. I've been to Camp Torch- It's going to be, yeah. I've it's been to Camp be, Torturella. The yeah. first two or three days at Torturella camp are insane. But listen, you, lo- you lose Kaw Giroux. You know, Keith Yandel's gone. Um, I love Kevin Hayes. I-, I don't know. Like, who's going to jump in there and be the leader of that hockey yeah, club? But you know this more than anything. Konecki's Kinecki, a good kid. He's a good player. Winning hockey games cures a lot of that stuff, right? Like, if, you, if they all get off to a good start and they're, they're playing better than people think, it's when you're losing when you can yeah. really lean on a room and be yeah. like, we got no leadership. We got none of this. We got none of that. I'm sure that Delorier is going to fucking step up and punch some heads in. 
for training camp. Absolutely. Um, you you got to think that JVR, JVR has been there forever. I don't know how much JVR has left, but, you know, great guy. And he should be able to, I mean, he's going to be able to withstand the, the torch coming at him full force. But, yeah, yeah it's... It's a real thing. It's going to be great. Whatever happens in Philly, I don't know if they're going to be good, bad, the worst team in the league, but it's going to be good for us to talk. Falls on the GM, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I think that's why I brought Torts in there. I think, you know, Chuck Fletcher, I respect Chuck. I had Chuck when I was in Anaheim here. Like, I think he said, listen, this is my last bull. I'm bringing in Torts to to, to muck things up. So, Uh, our last segment brought to you by our good friends at Good Life. You got a nice tarp on there. Sure do. Brought you a couple here today, too. Promo code curfew. It's simply just called Swag Up Dog. We got some new jerseys. Summer swag. The San Jose Sharks seems like they change their jerseys every other fucking year, right? Like, I was in the league 10 years. They changed their jerseys four times, I think, in my tenure. These ones look sharp. They're going to be terrible, but at least they're going to look good while they're terrible. Let me see. Yeah, pull them up. They're they're nice. Let's let's look them up. Those jerseys fuck. Um, The Golden Knights have officially gone to the gold jerseys. I don't know. As long as they don't wear those fucking gold buckets, it's fine by me. The one that got me going up, since I want your opinion on this, is the Buffalo Sabres going back to the black and red. I think those jerseys are fucking terrible, but some people on social media like them. I don't know. I I, I like the era that they wore them in. I like the Hasek. I liked... uh... Uh, did McGillney get to wear him? No. Brad May. Brad May. I mean, Rob Ray. Mike Pekka. Yeah, Pekka wore him. Miroslav Satan. RJ Umberger. <laughs> Brian Campbell. Fuck, did he ever lay out Umberger in that playoffs? Who else is on that fucking team? So Tim wait, Colley. let me ask you this about these San Jose jerseys. The black ones? Are they white? They're white and teal, aren't they? The white and teal. I saw them last week on social media. They're, they're sharp. Okay. Anything to take off their roster, I think, is what they're thinking. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they are sharp. They're sharp. Yeah, they're simple. They're simple. The shark attack, uh, there's no circle around the shark. I don't know if there ever was. But this is a nice, uh, nice. it looks like a dolphin. I mean, remember they had the orange in there? They got rid of the orange. Now there's just a stick color. They got, the, they got the little fin back on the shoulders. I think it's a nice, simple look. I yeah. mean, I, I, I've always liked their jerseys. I thought when they brought the orange in when we played up, dog, that was a little too much. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, some new swag, some new season. I used to love, I don't know, I was always on new teams, so I always knew I got a new jersey. See what I look at. Try her on. So. Keep all your jerseys? I got a few of my house back in back in uh, back home, yeah. back in Port Hope. So, uh, that was uh, <clears throat> swag brought to you by our friends at Cur- uh, Good Life, promo code CURFEW. Updog, our last little thing here, our first segment of Curfew Calls, which is still the name for now until we maybe change it. But we got one from our buddy Tony. Tony. Tony says the subject is just beer league. Beer like league. This guy already. Fucking right. Tony seems like a guy that probably brings the beers. It's to the that beer time league. of year. Boys are fucking buying new sticks, getting the tape ready. Fellas, love the podcast. Haven't missed an episode, but I want to know if you fellas would ever put on a missing curfew beer league ice hockey tournament in Ontario. Port Hope, Fox, Kingston, Port, Toronto, 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 or London. Kitchener. You know what would be? London. London, L- London. Kitchener would be a great city. London. London would be a great We'll spot get our uh, our new boys at Verbero, who yeah. we're going to talk to today. We'll get and them we a sponsor. DraftKings is legal in Ontario. People up there now, if you haven't downloaded the DraftKings app, the NHL season's around the corner. Me and Updog are going to have some fucking bets coming, so get the DraftKings app. If you're in Ontario, it's legal. I would love to do a tournament someday up. Someday they're up. Yeah. yeah, get drunk with all the boys up there. I would love to. London's a great city. London's probably the. Would you play? No, no, no. I play days are done. I don't think I'm ever gonna play again. Come on, 
Now, I think you got it in you for I, fucking tape to tape. I've Crispy never been rice. invited to an alumni game of my 12 teams I played on, so I don't have to worry about that for whatever reason. Curfew calls. Tony, thank you, buddy. We would love to do it someday. We got a few things on the dock here at Missing Curfew. But Updog, that was great. We got the beautiful Amanda Vance coming in to talk some football. Week one next week, DraftKings, baby. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Updog, we got the beautiful Amanda Vance with us, the sports betting analyst. I saw her rocking her terrible towel in Houday Nation as the Steelers <laughs> ran over the Bengals. Bro. You better be tough to get it in Pittsburgh. I know this girl's, I love her. I love her. Amanda, thanks for joining Mr. Curfew. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk some football. I mean, I know you guys, you guys do a good job with hockey, but uh, this is this the real man's sport. So yeah, let's, yeah. let's talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, we love, we, we talk football here, you know, obviously every week part of our show, we're far from professionals. Uh, I had a decent week one, which I will get into you, but we thought, you know, we got to meet you at the Super Bowl last year. We've always wanted to have you on. We thought no better chance than now. Let's start with your Steelers. I played hockey in Cincinnati in the American League, so I was a Bengals fan early. I've been to that, uh, that stadium. It, it gets going pretty good. That was a big win for the Steelers, and I know you were there loving it. It was a huge win. And let me tell you, it was probably so much better in front of the TV because at the game with everything that was happening left and right, it was almost hard to see what was going on. But thank gosh for kickers. I knew it. I said week one, there's always those kickers that look like idiots and defense that looks, you know, amazing. And it happened to go in our favor. But I knew it was a revenge game. And there was they were favored by seven points. And I didn't give it out because I can't, because people would think I'm being biased, but it's a division game. No matter what, you always got to know it's going to be close in the AFC North. So it, was a, it feels good. I'm on a high right now. Yeah. This is probably a question I should have maybe texted you before week one, but like now they never play preseason, these guys, right? They don't play any. Like they, Joe Burrow didn't play yeah. any. They don't play a fucking sniff. So in your line of work, Amanda, how many weeks does it take moving forward here before you realize, okay, Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow now. Like, is it week two? Is it week three? Like, what's your professional opinion on that? I think he'll be fine this week. Guys like Joe Burrow can, you know, get himself together in a week. There's some guys that won't do it at all. Belichick always recommends start the guys in preseason, get them warmed up. And in Pittsburgh, we have three quarterbacks fighting for a job. So Mitch Trubitsky, Kenny Pickett, everybody was playing. Even Najee Harris played with an injury against the Lions. So uh, maybe it helped us. It was in our favor that our guys were out there playing to win in preseason. But I do think it has a big impact on how they look. It's also coaching. Some coaches, uh, listen, Zach Taylor's, he's still a young guy. He's fairly new. Now he probably wishes he played for a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't imagine, like, imagine just going out there and not one snap. You're like, here yeah. we go, like, week one. You're well, I, I can if you're, like, Uncle Ben, right? And you're just like, <laughs> I'm fucking old, and I do not want to play preseason. Like, a lot of, like, Aaron Rodgers, what's he want to play preseason for? Although, I, I like will learn one, played a little preseason. I will learn one thing, and our friend Joffrey <clears throat> Lupel uh, texted me this, who I, I consider Joff a great gambler. So, Amanda, you, I, I'm going to put you <laughs> in there, Great gambler. Too. Wow. He, no, like, with, with sports, he kind of knows his <laughs> shit. Right? I'm like, Loops, what do you got this morning? I'll hit him on Sunday mornings, whatever. But anyways, he's like, up dog, I'm on the opposite side. I didn't take Green Bay. I took Minnesota. Or right. He's yeah. like, he's like, you cannot bet on Aaron Rodgers in the first two weeks. He's just out to lunch. But then don't ever bet against him for the rest of the year. Do you agree? Like there's some guys who you're just like, ah, it takes him a little bit, but then look out because he starts to like get his mojo back and 
And if so, who are those guys? So Rogers is a perfect example. If you look at him last year, same thing. He always has off-season drama, but there was something last season. I think it was just the stuff with his girlfriend, and he kind of went crazy like he always does. So there was some speculation that it was he wasn't going to be the same, and then week two, he comes out firing. Rodgers will be fine. I'm concerned about the receivers, though, and this was like a, a thing for years now. They had a, a guy they took in the second round. Beautiful, Rodgers. They're beautiful pass. Wide open. Just right through his right arms. Through his so I'm not concerned about Rodgers putting the ball where it needs to be. I'm concerned about his receivers doing their job. But some guys I think will bounce back. Uh, Derek Carr, I think the Raiders will be fine this year. I expected them to actually play a little bit better of a game. Uh, the Rams, that's another one. Stafford will be fine. It was just a tough matchup. But I heard heard you guys both took Buffalo to win it all. So I'm sure you were happy about that one. Yeah, we were. And when you talk about Aaron Rodgers, I remember coming out of training camp, he was like talking about these young guys. And he's like, these guys are dropping lots of balls. And they're like, well, Rodgers is just being the bully veteran. And then in week one, sure enough, Amanda, a couple passes that they dropped. But I'm with you on that. And I want to stay on the Rams because we love Matty Stafford. We got to know him when he's living out here, played some golf with him. I don't know, Amanda. I'm concerned without Vaughn Miller on their D side and they don't have OBJ. Like to me, I don't know if their offense is going to be quite as good as it was last year. Well, I'm more worried about his arm. They call it like a baseball, a unique baseball injury that they, they, you could tell when the reporters and the coaches are overemphasizing how okay he is and how he feels better than last year, week one, you know, there's actually a deeper issue there. So I don't think he's fully healthy and I have Cam makers in fantasy. So I'm, Ooh. I'm kind of pissed. They didn't try running the ball a little bit more. But yeah, defense wins championships and Buffalo did what they needed to do, picked up some guys and they got to him. I think they'll be all right, though. I think they have a good coaching staff and you don't have to be the best. You just got to get through when you're a division, and then make a playoff run. And I think he's the guy that will warm up. I'm not worried about him. Staff's got the bad elbow like me. Yeah, I, I can yeah, feel he, it. Obi's got pickleball elbow. He yeah, says it's from I golf. I got a pickleball but... injury, man. I'm big. You ever play pickleball? No, yeah. no. Yeah, you never play pickleball, never play hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to you about big news here is Dak Prescott, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, obviously they didn't look great against Tom Brady. He's With Dak it. out, like, do you see them bringing in another, you know, quarterback? Or are they going to stay with Cooper Rush? Or what's your feeling on the Cowboys? Can they, can they hang on here? I think Mike McCarthy is going to lose his job. I can see them calling up. Ryan Flores or one of these other guys out there. I, I never thought he was qualified for the job. People made excuses after excuses for Mike McCarthy when Dak got injured a couple years ago. I I think the Cowboys are toast. I mean, they get rid of receivers too. They, they got Ezekiel Elliott. They have some weapons, but I mean, Mike Gallup is injured. He's old. They, they don't have the offense to put it together. And they have a couple, like, I look at a guy like Parsons, I'm like, he could be so good with another team, but he can't win them games. And they're the only team this week, week one, that didn't have one touchdown. Yeah. So I feel bad for anybody who picked up Dak in, in uh, fantasy. I did the year he got injured, and I said never again. But some guys get injured. Look at Carson Wentz. They're never the same. So I, I could see that happening with Dak, and I wouldn't be surprised if they give Jimmy Garoppolo a call. And I heard that Kyle Shanahan was like, we're open to discussion. So yeah. look for that. That's Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Bring Ryan Everyone loves Jimmy G. Do you love Jimmy G? Every, every girl I talk to thinks he's like the best-looking guy in the world. Is he the best-looking guy in the world or what? 
I think he's a stud. My first interview, <laughs> I interviewed Nick Bosa and I asked Nick Bosa about the NFL. And that's what he told me. The first thing he said was, well, I know my quarterback, it was the year they were undefeated, like eight and out, said he's the best looking guy in the league. And I was like, all right, let's talk football. So even guys <laughs> think so. And I know you guys, you guys probably think he's kind of cute, but I don't think he's <laughs> a Give credit football. where credit's due. Yeah, he's got good hair. <laughs> he's no Tom Brady, though, is he? He's, not Tom he's Brady. no Tom Brady, is he? I don't man? know about no, his last Brady name either. Garoppolo. Lucky. It's not a great last name. Tom Brady's what, Amanda? My face, I, I get Botox and my face moves more <laughs> than Tom Brady's right now. I'm feeling. <laughs> It's funny. Off season, he was, uh, it's funny you say that because the camera angle, shout out to Sunday Night Football at NBC, they obviously got great cameras. Tom did look a little like, yeah, his jaw, and I'm like, he's looking like... I got, got a haircut little... by his hair, hair, hairdresser at Baker's Bay. Does he get Botox? Well, I know why his hair is so fucking good. This guy can just, I mean, he's a magician with the scissors. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what the Botox was. Is everyone getting Botox? I don't nowadays? know. I'm Should with you, Amanda. Botox? I thought I thought his face and he was looking a little plasticky. I, I agree with you, but I thought his on-field performance he looked as good as ever. Even though you know we just talked about it on the podcast that the rumor is maybe Giselle's leaving him. I don't know if you heard that. You got some inside scoops. Have you heard that about Tom? Yeah, it's all speculation. I don't know. I heard that. I heard he was on The Masked Singer. I heard all these different things. But I, I took Tom Brady before before they got Julio, before all that. I took him MVP. And after week one, I still stand by it. I think no matter what goes on, if there's chaos in his life, I'm even more afraid. If he wants to prove a point more, watch out because he'll do it. So you're throwing him an MVP candidate already? Yeah, Is that what I just heard? Oh, yeah. I, I, wanted I had to... this week Okay. This weeks ago. I want to talk about these two absolute studs. One who I've been on since he first came in the league, Josh Allen and Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Week one, these two just went fucking ham in in fantasy. Uh, Both teams won. Uh, Who do you like in that MVP running, if you could pick one of those two? If I had to pick, I mean, based on the season, I think they'll have probably Josh Allen just because – you, you can be the best quarterback if you don't have a great defense and other people who are going to complete the passes, catch the ball, then you're not going to be good. So I would take Josh Allen over Mahomes, but Mahomes by far had the best performance week one. And I was nervous about him because obviously losing Tyreek Hill, I'm a Steeler fan. So I know Juju isn't a starting receiver. He sucked when AB left. So I was worried about who's going to throw the ball to, but he threw the ball to so many players. I was looking and there were some people I've never heard of before. He makes the cat or he makes the throws. All you got to do is catch the ball. So we'll see if they can keep that up. But, uh, and I don't think the Cardinals are that good. I'm going to say I had a feeling they would have a bad year. They're like the stars of hard knocks this year. (laughs) And there's a regular season hard knocks and that's a curse in itself. So I already had a feeling they wouldn't be good, but you know, we'll see if Mahomes can keep it up. But Josh Allen all the way. Yeah, fuck. I figured the Cardinals were in trouble with that whole like homework shit with Kyler Murray in the offseason. I'm like, are we even talking about this in the NFL? Like, is this something that you I mean, even talk about? Like, the guys in the NFL, of course, he's going to do. His no, it's homework. obviously an issue. Like, I, and I'll be honest, playing. You know, I, I retired three years ago. The kids who who have been coming in the leagues from like you know 19 or just sorry 2000. 17, 18, 19, they're all like addicted to, to video games and some more than others. But when it's supposed to be Call your best, duty. when is your best player? And like, he's now, you need this guy showing up and like going to bed at a half decent hour. The, the thing about, 
you know, call it what it want. We go out for drinks. We still get a little bit of sleep. These kids yeah, will play video games hours. until fucking five in the morning. <laughs> I know. It's I know. A, it's a, it's like a drug for them. So I, I think they put that in there because it probably was a real issue. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Amanda. Though I think they're, they're because of all that stuff in Arizona. I don't think they're as good as they are. And I have a question for you. And this is just my personal history from, and, and I'm no professional sports better like you. I, I've been on the wrong side of it more than the good side of it. But at the start of the season, like. Do you think it's an advantage to us betting? Like, I, I think it's the other way. I don't think till like week four or five you can really understand what team is what. Or do you think early in the season is an opportunity for our listeners to maybe jump on some lines that that won't be the same come week five, six, and seven, stuff like that? Yeah, well, lines, I wouldn't bet on games now because you don't know who's going to be in. Look at Dak Prescott. I mean, the line wouldn't be seven and a half against the Bengals this week if he was in. But, you know, MVP, uh, rookie of the year, 100%, take it now because it's going to be more obvious towards the end of the year and you're not going to win as much money. The odds are in your favor now. I mean, as long as you make smart decisions, I think everybody kind of had the Rams winning the Super Bowl all season long last year. I mean, even the Avalanche, everybody kind of, you know, these teams are going to be good and and people say it. So take, I think it's smart to take some dark horses too, though. So I always do that. And you either look like a genius or you look like an idiot. And I did two years ago when the Bucks won the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, when they went into the playoffs as a wild card, they had a very average season. And I said, Bucks are winning it all. People are like, you're, you're crazy. They're not going to get past the first round. And I look like a genius. Doesn't always happen, but sometimes it does. Amanda, we talked about fantasy football earlier. I got Russell Wilson as my fantasy quarterback. I don't love it. I, I'm already trying to trade him. He was my only bet that I lost in week one. Now, I only bet a couple games because I was scared of what I just asked you, of my, my history of getting rinsed in week one and two. Um, what did you think of that game? Are they going to bounce back? What is your feeling on, on Russell Wilson and the Broncos? So I was very happy with that game, and I'll give you guys a little tip. Fade the public. And I saw that the public was 85% on Denver. And I think it was like 65% on the over. So I did no research. I said, perfect. Vegas has to win Monday because the Bucs were favored. Public was with the Bucs Sunday night. So I just went opposite and hit both. And uh, yeah, that makes me nervous. Um, I think the Broncos will be okay. I don't think Seattle's going to be anything special. I think that was more of like a pride game and coaching and the Seattle's insanely loud so he's under pressure they're booing him the whole time they fumbled twice on the goal line i don't think that's happened in 35 years i think they're idiots for putting melvin gordon in the goal line but that's just me um i think seattle's gonna lose i think they're over under the season five they might win six or maybe seven but they're not going to be anything special the broncos i expect them to bounce back the afc west is going to be difficult though so I don't think they'll make the playoffs. They've have, it's way too hard of a division. But I think well they'll said. be better than Seattle. That was just a that was just a weird game. That the ma- NFL does it on purpose. That so. makes sense that that hasn't happened in 35 years when I had money on the Broncos. That makes sense to me, Amanda. That I'm watching the game and they fumble both those balls and I'm like, Ugh. fuck up, dog. Did you take I'm, the over too? I, I, I don't but, even want to tell you what yeah. I took. I don't even want. I, I was on the right side of that. I te- I'm, I'm I embarrassed te- to tell Amanda what I took. It's it's stupid bet. It was the dumbest bet ever. Are you a fan of teasers? You're you're a handicapper. Are you do you like teasers uh, or parlays no, or what you no. you just like to find that game of the week and, and hammer it and give that pick out? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do a parlay, yeah. you know, like a primetime game yeah. with the over under and then the spread, but I'm a crazy person watching it then because 
like last night I, I, uh, had Seattle and I was screaming. I was with people and I was screaming for them to Denver to stop them. And they're like, why you have Seattle? You oh, need them. Yeah, to but score I got one. the under but too. I have the under. Yeah, yeah. So it just makes it like super, super confusing. But I like same game parlays. Same game parlays. I'm with you on the mm-hmm. teasers. And you, he brings up our boy loophole who is, is and, and I would bet, watch him bet. I'm like, oh yeah, you won the bet. He's like, no, but I need the under. I'm like, well, wait a second here. You got too much going on. Like I thought well, you just won this bet. So that's why I'm with you, Amanda. I don't like getting all with the over. Like, yeah, I just want I, my bet and stick with it. I like to double it up though. You know? I know, I know. It's like a double scoop ice cream. I just can't handle just one. <laughs> Do you win more than you lose? Well, then you just add the juice no, on it. And you no, get smoked. I'll answer for him. No, <laughs> I did all right this weekend. I got smoked on. Okay. Uh, I did good. Good Saturday, smoke Sunday, made it all back, and a little bit more yesterday. Okay. So it was good. Uh, Amanda, I want to ask you about prop bets during the regular season. It's something that I, I'm trying to get into more. Like, it's good value, isn't it? And, and uh, do you do a lot of prop bets, or, or how do you do your homework for that kind of stuff? Yeah, I know that the NFL like front and back. So I guess I'll analyze the matchup and then go from there with, here's an example. I took Joe Burrow to have over 0.5 interceptions and I think it was plus 120. And I'm like, Hey, it's a division game. They're playing the Steelers. I hit it in the first couple of minutes. I was thrilled. I hit it times four, but uh, you have to look at the matchups. Like for instance, next week, Jamar Chase, their offense was a little slow. I think they're going to go off against Dallas' defense. I would take Jamar Chase to have a touchdown. You're always safe taking running backs. Well, not always, but you have good odds if you take a running back, like Alvin Kamara get the touchdown against a weak defense. Um, You got to look for those. But I'm not a big big prop better with taking, you know, the over, under, and receptions or rushing yards. But – if I was a firm, firm believer that the under was going to hit last night, I had a friend that took the under and everything, like just did like a, a 10 leg parlay, like uh, with every player under whatever rushing yards and receiving yards. And you really believe it's going to be like a three to nine game. Go ahead and knock yourself out. But uh, I, the obvious are still good odds. Yeah. I mean, you can take uh, Najee Harris to get a touchdown week one. It was like plus 600. Like, I'll, I'll take it. What about this? Is I'm I'm asking for another personal question here. Um, the money lines in FL, like I look at these money lines, right? I'm gonna say it on TV. I'm gonna say it on Mr. Curfew here. I, I took Broncos both ways last night. I took them on the spread and the money line, so I, I got double dipped. Uh, I thought they were gonna at least win. I wasn't sure if they're gonna cover, so I took it both ways, which was a retarded bet. But um, money line, when it comes to taking the spread right out of it, does that make sense? Because you look at some weeks, you're like, okay, they're gonna win, but are they gonna win by eight? Do you do you believe in the money line when it comes to favorites? For sure. Um, that's where I would do a same game parlay. I would take, if you really believed in, you know, let's say the Broncos last night, but you loved the under, let's say the Broncos did win. They didn't, but let's say they did. You parlay it with the over under and that's juicy. And that then you make money. That's juicy. That's juicy. That's juicy. If you don't like it one way, I'll kick myself sometimes. And I'm like, shit, I didn't take it plus six and a half. I, I, I just took them to win. If you don't like it, go the other way. But it's always in in NFL, I say over six, over seven, I like an underdog, especially at home. So Amanda, you have, I mean, you're the star of your own website here, amandapicks.com. 
Is it mainly NFL? Do you do U.S. Open tennis? Any, you know, college football, golf? Is it, what, what do you like to specialize in? I'm not a big tennis or golf girl. If I put them up, even Formula One, I'll do it sometimes. That's just because I had some, you know, capper friends and some people who were like, I swear, I swear. I'm like, you know what? I'm winning. I'll throw it out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like to win. So I like to stick with what I know. NFL is my forte. Love me some college football. Um, I, I do like hockey too. I like to bet hockey and baseball. Baseball's actually been, I hate baseball, but it's been great <laughs> to bet on it for the past couple of months. There's also nothing else on. So there were some days I was just sitting there watching the Marlins. I hate baseball. I'm half asleep and drinking a beer, but it's something. Yeah. So, and I've got pretty good at baseball. Baseball is one of the easier things to gamble on. Um, I'm pumped for hockey to be back. Cause when you have the full slate, it just makes your life so much easier than having to pick three baseball games. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm looking forward to hockey because football, I'm not great at it. It scares me, but I think hockey, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back at it. And, I did pick the abs last year, so I feel good about that. But I'm with you on baseball, man. But I went the other way. I was August watching it thinking, you know, I lost three in a row to the Jays. They're at home against the Angels. I'm like, no way they can lose three in a row. Where they do lose three in a row. And all, every game, Amanda, they were like minus yeah. 230. So I'm, I'm losing two to one odds every time. Well, September baseball is trash because some teams don't care. They're out Probably of spoiler. it. They're testing yeah. people. It, it's like pointless baseball until the playoffs. It's it, it's garbage, but yeah, it is. It's called gambling for a reason. So yeah, every time I lose a bet, that's I'm like, that's why it's gambling, those because if it, yeah. you know, like that's why you're in one. Um, obviously, AmandaPicks.com is where we can go and get your stuff. But maybe we got the Buffalo Bills for the Super Bowl. I don't want to give it all your picks, but can you maybe tell us okay. who you like or what do you got for the Super Bowl? Yes. Well, the Steelers. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, if I had to pick an AFC NFC team, I would go with the bucks for sure. Again, I like Brady. I think they can win the division and you look at the rest of the NFC the Packers were one of the biggest favorites. I don't see them doing it. I, I don't see many people giving them trouble. So I would go with the bucks. Um, you can get it at like plus 700, which is bad. And then AFC, I did say weeks ago, I like the bills too, but there's not much value there. So I would I get tricky with it. And I would take somebody who, cause it's never, it's not always what you think. Sometimes it is, but I kind of like the chargers. I think they are, let me see the plus 1300, which isn't bad. And somebody else I like MVP and a potential little dark horse, the Vikings, yeah, they look Kirk good. cousins, people laugh at him. People say you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Kirk cousins has weapons. He looked good. It's about time he does something. Nobody's kind of expecting it. That division's wide open. Um, Kirk Cousins is plus 5,000 to an MVP. And if he plays like he did this week, every week, and they just got, saying. And, they and everyone else gets hurt. And they got a new coach. And I, I like their old coach, Zimmerman, or whatever. He was an old, crusty, miserable-looking guy. But I think he probably – but they got a new young coach – I like that Vikings pick with you too. They look pretty good. And I think the, I don't know about the pack. I know Rogers will probably bounce back, but he has no receivers, man. Like you can't just keep throwing to nobody. Yeah. I had a feeling they're, I thought their defense would be a little bit better than it was too. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm riding the, the Kirk Cousins train and it's fun. It's Kirk Cousins. It's, Brady's boring. Like it's boring to take the box, but I like to always think that somebody new is going to pop up and be exciting and, 
I wouldn't mind the Vikings. I went to a Vikings Cardinals game last year and those fans are nuts. They're crazy. So I can only imagine how they'd be in the playoffs. I want to see it. Amanda, last question for, for me before we let you go. Now that you know you're a big superstar with amandapicks.com, take me back to your first bet. Like, how did a beautiful girl like yourself? I know how me and my degenerate buddy here got into gambling together, but like, how did what was your first bet or what what intrigued you to get into this kind of line of work? What intrigued me to get into this was my love for my love for the Steelers and uh, knowing them and how that team and how they work. Uh front and back. And I put out a couple of random picks. I, I was a Dolphins cheerleader, so I wasn't allowed to show my true colors until I was finished. I did two seasons and then I was 20 years old and I started posting. I love the Steelers and they have a huge fan base. So people started asking, you think, you think they're going to win this weekend? You think they're going to win? It's like, you know what? Minus three. Dad, what does that mean? My grandpa had a gambling addiction. So that also <laughs> got into a little bit. Um, and it's like, that means you're going to win by more than three. And I said, you know what? Steelers minus three. And people were like, the hell? And it hit. So from there, I've just, you know, really learned to analyze and to, to be smart with it because you can lose your credibility really easily in this industry. So Yeah, and I think when you say smart, like it's about gambling in general, right? We obviously see gambling's becoming legal everywhere. We're hoping in California come November it'll come through. But like you can have fun and still be responsible and not get out of control like me and the updog, right? Just keep it simple. <laughs> just go all in. Yeah, don't, don't bet the whole bankroll. Just yeah. bet just that. Amanda, do you want to give us a, an NHL pick of any sorts? Maybe a state. Who do you like for the – are you an Avs again? Or what are you thinking real quick on the NHL? <sighs> it's up in the air, but, I mean, I'm – I'm obviously from Florida. I don't like what the Panthers did off season. I'm worried about their offense. I'm worried about their goalie. I'm also a Penguins fan. If Jari can stay healthy, I'm glad we have the guys staying together. I hope some of them retire Penguins. Um, I like the Penguins. And then, you know, Blue Jackets, sneaky. Got some, got some weapons now. So they should be fun too. And last year, my biggest lock was Blue Jackets. We're always underdogs at home. So I said – Plus one and a half every time. Give it to me. Give it to me. They can lose by one. Um, I'm a little nervous they won't be underdogs uh, every week now, but I'm excited to be in Columbus and to go to some of those games. So they're an interesting dark horse to look out for too. Uh, Amanda, it's funny you bring up Columbus because our, our, my good buddy Scotty Upshaw played for the Columbus Blue Jackets for a cup of coffee. And uh, quite often on this podcast, he rips the city of Columbus. And on social media over the year, there's been a thing called the Scotty Upshaw Revenge Tour. So we're trying to get him to come to Columbus for a weekend to watch a game. Missing curfew going to come. So maybe if we come, we'll definitely hit you up. But we're trying to get him back in Columbus. We should do it sooner than later if we're going. I know. Let's in Ohio I went to two Blue Jackets-Penguins games last year, and we smoked them both times. So if you guys want to see a good one, the Penguins, Blue Jackets, and I think we'll get the job done. Then it will be it'll be twice as sweet getting the revenge imprisoned. All right, we'll have to put that on the tour. Yeah, you know what I don't like about Columbus, though, Amanda? I don't like the cannon. They got to get rid of that cannon. It's time for something else. Oh, that yeah. cannon, that cannon's too much. I, I just don't like <laughs> it. But I'm I'm on the Blue Jackets bandwagon. I think better days ahead, obviously. And I'm going to try to get the up dog to come out to Columbus. Revenge. Cool, sounds good. You guys better better tell me. I'll, I'll buy the beers. <laughs> All right, Amanda, thank you very much. AmandaPicks.com, you can check her out. Uh, we got to have you back on. Thank you. Enjoy week two. You're the best, Amanda. See you guys. Updog. Thanks to Amanda Vance. Amanda Vance. Love it. Amanda's picks.com. 
I didn't know she was such a professional handicapper. I know when we met her at the DraftKings Super Bowl party. We did. Um, I mean, she was all over the bets that that weekend. Yeah. Um, but she's got a lot of stuff going on. And, and like she said, you know, in that business, your word goes a long way. So you don't want to be just firing every yeah. weekend. She's uh, She seems like she knows what she's talking about. And she's... Uh, She's all over. She those. likes the same game parlays. She likes the cousins which, and, the, and the Vikings which, this year. Yeah, I know. Wow, I know. good we'll value. See. She said, see? "We'll see. We will see." But we do a lot of same game parlays with DraftKings during the NHL hockey season. So well, it's we'll their stay, best we'll option. You, yeah. you slide that click over, same game parlay, and the options you can do are just. It to me, I like to when I watch football, I like to tone in on the one game instead of all flipping around. On your, so it's nice on your four TVs outside. Nice. Yeah, I get the well, I get the three and the one behind you know, for the barbecue. Um, <laughs> it's TVs. been great though. Fuck. Yeah, I bet. This, with the tennis and then the football, and then I usually throw the Jays game on too. You know, Jays, come on, Jays, the hunt keep for it going. The hunt for October is on. Yeah, it's so upon us. Thanks to her, uh, up dog. Yeah, thank you. Hockey's coming, baby. Training camp's coming. Thank God we don't have to do any of the fitness testing, but. Uh, Fun being back in the studio. Binger, Maxi, thank you, boys. Up dog. Missing curfew. That's curfew.